With the end of Keeping Up with the Kardashians on the horizon, we are taking a step back and going back to the beginning, the very beginning, the ones who started it all, the Osbournes. Cancer, ATV accidents, and drugs. Nothing could slow this family down and viewers at home got to see it all. They started America's fascination with celebrity families. Let's take a look back at the Osbournes. I'm Julia. And I'm Ashley, and this is Ready? The Osbournes. This show aired on March 5th, 2002 to March 21st, 2005 on MTV. One of the first big reality shows like around a family. And at I the was time, like, how old? like five? Um, no, no, yeah. no. Yeah, like five or, five or That's six. That's crazy. Yeah. At the time, this was the most watched show on the network. When doing my research, I found out they actually have an older daughter named Amy, because in the show, there's like the four main members, but they actually have an older daughter named Amy, who turned down being on the show, fearing that it would taint her music career, and she also criticized her parents' antics on the show. It's like, Mom, Dad, you're so embarrassing. Mom, Dad, stop doing drugs on TV. I can't. (laughs) I want Uh, Gerard Way to notice me. (laughs) Yeah. The show followed the family in their day-to-day life while dealing with things such as Sharon's battle with cancer and an ATV accident that almost killed Ozzy. Later on, after the show concluded, Jack and Kelly admitted that some of the things were staged. Okay, by the way, Kelly Osborne in this specific picture, she's got, like, the bob with, like, the blunt bangs that's, like, black, dyed, like, all jet black and, like, heavy eyeliner and, like, a black tracksuit on with, like, a skull t-shirt and, like, dog tags. She looks like every really cool eighth grader. You know what I mean? Well, like, while like, Jack looks like Shia LaBeouf from Holes. Oh, my God. A nerdier version. Jack looks like every kid in middle school in the year 2002. Yeah. Bushy hair. Which, which makes them the perfect 2000s family. So the members of the family going off of that. So you got Ozzy Osbourne, who's the patriarch. He is a famous heavy metal musician known for a solo career and also his time with Black Sabbath. And you probably most likely know the song Crazy Train. <laughs> then you got Sharon. Ozzy's wife and the matriarch. She's also Ozzy's manager. And you might know her. She's She has done a lot of judging work, mo- probably most famously in America's Got Talent. And then mm. you got Jack, who is the son. He dealt with a lot of depression and drug abuse during the show. It was big, sad boy energy. And then he got really into mm. traveling, which is kind of reflected off of the new show, Jack and Ozzy's World Detour, which is very good. I recommend it. <laughs> Julia actually recommended it to me, and I was like, this it's is such a, good, a show. good show. There's a great scene where Ozzy Osbourne makes french fries from scratch for everybody on the show, and he's like <laughs> hell-bent. And he's like, we are at the Grand Canyon, and I'm going to make homemade french fries for everybody. And they taste like absolute shit, and he's making everybody eat one of his french fries. He's like, no, eat them. I made them. And they're like, oh, Ozzy, they're so good. And then turns to like Jack, and he's like, these taste like horse shit. They're so- I don't know how he managed to make a french fry soggy and like wet. <laughs> Um, and then you got Kelly Osborne. She's the daughter. She focused on her singing career during the show. They, uh, she did okay. She, well, she worked with the fashion police with her yeah, purple hair. I would say, yeah, she's probably most known for her TV appearances on Dancing with the Stars and then Fashion Police, which, yeah, she had her iconic purple hair. It was beautiful. Okay. It was like a lilac purple. It was very it was nice. So cool. 
Kelly Osborne, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I am free always. I'll tweet but this just time. So let's go a little bit more into the show's format. So for th- this episode of our podcast, I particularly watched um, season three, episode five, called The Accidental Tourist. I just picked a random episode from YouTube, and I was like, this looks good. Had no idea what it was about. So the episode begins with a cold opening. So Ozzy and Sharon are just talking in bed, having a weird conversation about who founded Pennsylvania. They're not even living in Pennsylvania. Um, (laughs) And and then Sharon mentions to Ozzy how Ozzy should open Ozzyland, like kind of like Dolly World, um, Dolly Parton's theme park. And what's kind of nice, Ozzy mentions how great Dolly looks, and I thought that was super sweet of him. Aww. And then the the intro theme play, so it shows members of the family in, like, cartoon photo frames, so, like, drawn photo frames. That are, and these photo frames will come back into play as transition shots, and also the theme song's like a jazzy version of Crazy Train. It's really good. <laughs> a keyed-down version. Yeah, it's a keyed-down version. So in the show, um, the episodes basically shows what the family does in the day or episode. Um, <laughs> I found there's a lot of bleeps because they swear a lot. Um, there's quite a few fights between family. It's never physical. It's just like them yelling at each other. <laughs> but there's also oh a lot God. of love there. And well, I appreciate that. I watched the Ozzy Osbourne VH1 special in preparation for this. And it's just constant every other word. He's like, all right, boop, with the boop I was doing that. I was on so much ketamine and quaaludes. I was beep, beep, beep. And I'm like, oh my God, could you imagine being the person who has to edit this? They're just <laughs> sitting there with their hand on the cough button at all times. Pretty much. Or if they're ever live, they just have to be like, they need like a 20 second delay for the Vios borns. Oh my God, I seriously... So they're just an average family. Like in the episode, you see Jack, he's just playing some tennis. Kelly has a boyfriend named Rob. And what's kind of funny, they show like a romantic, like musical montage of the two, just like hanging out and shit. It's really random, but it's kind of funny. Also, the family talks on the phone with each other a lot if they're not not at home or anything or not even in the same state. It's really cute. In this particular episode, Kelly and Ozzy are going to England to sing a duet of her song Changes from her second album. Um, That's that's just a cover of the David Bowie. Is it? I didn't listen. Okay, cool. Well, before they go, (laughs) Ozzy, he states to Sharon that he's a little scared that he's going to lose his voice on stage, which is a common fear of his. Like, it's kind of... He's just always feeling like he's going to go on stage and just suddenly not have a voice anymore. And I'm like, that—that that is pretty terrifying when you're seen as like Ozzy Osbourne. You're just like, huh, crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> after a little apprehension, he goes along with Kelly's boyfriend, Rob, which is also kind of nice. Like they, Sharon and Ozzy are very kind to Rob and very sweet. Like, Ozzy even gives him a sweater of his to Rob since it's very, he always says it's it's very cold in England. He just, and oh there's like God. a moment where he's just complaining about how cold it is and like it's putting so many coals in the fire. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Drama um, of it all. It was so traumatic. <laughs> but so also other scenes in the episode include writing ATVs. Kelly is randomly- yeah, I guess. Kelly is just randomly playing Bop It, like the Bop It. 
twist it and it's like annoying Ozzy with it. AKA my whole gym class in the early 2000s. We didn't, we went to poor school. We were at a poor kid's school, so they couldn't afford to hire a gym teacher. So they just got like five boppets and like let the third and fourth grade students at it. And that was our gym class. Jesus. <laughs> also randomly, uh, Kelly and Rob have a fight before she is making like a TV interview appearance. And apparently break up like it goes with him leaving he's like pieces him out and it's just really random in the middle of england yeah he just goes home it was very weird I'll, I'll explain why it was a little jarring um a little bit the episode actually ends very dramatically so it ends with ozzy riding an atv the screen suddenly goes black then it opens back up with ozzy's on the ground and he's unconscious and not breathing so i un knowingly watch the episode where Ozzy gets into the ATV accident. Oh, I just Cam- this happened a lot. I was like, wow. My God. No, it was just this episode. It's just like, well, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, well, I guess they really do like ATVs. I understand how he got into the accident <laughs> because this was the episode where he got into the accident. Oh then my the cameraman God. like drops the camera. Like you just see like ploop, it goes on the grass and to go get help. And then it just ends with <laughs> To be continued on April 6th. Like, ooh, what's going to happen? They milk that for all it's worth. Because it oh, yeah. the, they talked about that for like half an hour in the VH1 documentary. He's like, oh, was in an ATV accident for like a very long time. He dragged it out. Then, but then the next, they show like a next episode preview of Ozzy showing he is okay. He, but he has eight broken ribs, a broken neck, and a smashed collarbone. That's so how he, I'm he did get pretty banged up. Like they don't show like him actually like tumbling off the damn thing, but he still got into an accident. So I also want to touch on the editing of the show, which I thought was kind of interesting. So I mentioned earlier, Kelly and Rob got into a fight and it just seems really off-putting because the sound is really quiet. Like when they're talking, it's almost like they're talking like in whispers. Maybe it's just because I'm American and I'm used to people talking loudly. I don't know. But, like, it doesn't seem like the family's wearing microphones on set, like little tiny, like, boom mics or anything, or, like, there's not, like, a big boom mic guy following them around. Kind of like what you would probably see today. Uh, Also, they have, like, little lavalier mics on the Kardashians. It's like they have those mic packs on. Yeah, like, I don't think they they wore mic packs back in the day, which would make sense. So it probably was just a boom guy chasing around Ozzy Osbourne's (laughs) decrepit ass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> probably like i just couldn't i was just like where where's everyone going oh my what are God. they saying and he just leaves i was like wait what happened like oh, what were they talking about he's hard to understand speaking complete english with a lavalier mic i can't imagine that the boom is doing him any favors yeah so also scenes don't last long they're just random quick scenes with quick transitions either using the photo frames or like the side sweeps, like in the Star Wars prequels, um, it very much puts you in the early 2000s, the show. Was this show produced by Lucasfilms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the scenes also just seem random, but they actually do serve a purpose, like showing Kelly, Rob and Ozzy riding ATVs in the beginning of the episode. And then the ATV accident happens at the end. So it's like, oh, it's a complete story arc, which I didn't expect to see in the Osbournes. Oh. Do you think they like planned it like that? What do you mean they planned the accident? Or they just <laughs> Ozzy get into an accident? It would be great for ratings. <laughs> it was planned. He was doing it for the art. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it wasn't planned, or maybe the, I don't know. Maybe those I don't know. 
I think they were just like, this is a great editing. Like, edit, because they're just like writing ATVs. I guess it's what they did in, <laughs> if you're rich and in England, you go writing ATVs. Let's just get some sick action shots of Ozzy Osbourne and Shia LaBeouf, his son. Uh, but also, I do appreciate of the genuine love that's shown in this family on the show, because I feel like you don't see that a lot, even with, like, Kardashians. It just seems fake. They're mm. phonies or something. But no, it just it was just really genuine. Just, like, just her randomly calling Jack. She's like, what you doing? Just playing Aww. tennis. And she's like, all right, get back safe, love. Like, it's just really nice and genuine. And I liked it. It was. I think I'm gonna watch more episodes because it's a good show. They're a fun group. What so are they? The crazy what train... are they up to now? So the show has ended, but you know the crazy <laughs> train goes on. Uh, they won a lot of awards for the show. It's a big old hit. It was the first, you know, kind of like Ashley said, the first show of its kind. So they won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Nonfiction Program in parentheses Reality in 2002, which was the first year of their show. And then they got a Golden Derby Award nomination. Oh, Kelly Osbourne won a Teen Choice Award in 2003 for Choice TV Reality Variety Store Female. And then in 2002, she again won the same award. Oh, no, no. Choice Breakout Star Female. I didn't read that full thing. I'm going to be really honest. I still don't know how to read. So a few reality shows that I kind of paved the way for. Number one. Uh, I don't remember if you remember the show, but like the girls next door, the the um the show of Hugh Hefner and his three girlfriends, Holly Madison, right? Was that her name? Kendra, yeah. whatever, and the other one, Kendra Wilkinson. Kendra Wilkinson, think, right? and then and she marries that football player, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then didn't they get divorced? Well, they or have something? their own reality show too. But anyways, that show kind of yeah. came from this. Hulk Hogan's family got it. I don't know what the title was. I'm gonna guess it was Hulkin' Out. Um, the Kardashians are the next TV family that really was it not hulking out, Ash? I'm getting a shake. A shake I don't out. think so. Oh, well, whatever. I'm going to call it. I'm calling it hulking out. <laughs> In my heart, it's hulking out. Uh, the Kardashians came from this. The Duggars. Woof. Um, John and Kate plus eight. A hit. It was Hulkin knows best. Just to let you know. Hulkin knows best. Hulking out better. They should have thought about that. Whatever. You know, here comes Honey Boo Boo, the family spinoff of, of course, Toddlers and Tiaras, Little People, Big World, P.I. and Tiny, uh, Chrisley Knows Best, Ice Tea Loves Coco. These are all the shows that America was raised on. These are new American families. And I think the genre is really popular. And I think these American reality, what I think we've seen in the since like depictions of family sitcoms in like the 50s. I'm summarizing this up. I, I'm bringing up the caboose. I think in the 50s, you saw a lot of shows like Leave it to Beaver, where you saw the squeaky clean family where nothing really went wrong and all the knots were tied up in perfect little bows. And the mom was, of course, the natural mother who was at home, like cooking beautiful meals. And the father was like this tough guy earning the money and the kids, there was a boy and a girl and blah, blah, blah. We all know what that looks like. And I think kind of like moving away from that into like the 70s and the 80s, and especially with shows like Malcolm in the Middle. You're, you start to see people depicting families as not like completely functional and loving and hugging and bringing it in and 
at the end with a full house family hug. You know what I mean? You start seeing people kind of want that, like, especially in the late nineties, early two thousands, that little bit of a rougher edge that depicted a more true family life. And I think that reality shows really provided that niche and you, that's why you get people like the Osbournes. You can tell that they still love each other, but they all have their problems and they're deeply flawed and not everything, you know, works out perfectly for them, but it's something that's relatable and that you can see yourself in. So that's why I think these programs are so, you know, popular. And I think that's why you see a big focus on reality and realism and modern day television writing for like family sitcoms. You didn't want it to be too squeaky clean or too perfect. And I will yeah, say kind of going off of that, I know a really good show right now that shows kind of like the family, you know, reality families and like sitcoms are different, but like, like the same formats showing that that family what america loves seeing a good old family and what what basically is an american family even though the osborns are british but anyway a really good show that shows that off is wandavision because oh i thought you were gonna say cake boss no <laughs> into that the family the mia me familia <laughs> you were really gearing up that cake boss <laughs> Energy. <laughs> this is my family, Mia Familia. Wanda Vision, uh, at least the very the first half, it goes through different eras of sitcoms. So you see like the 50s, a squeaky clean image, and then kind of going off to like the 70s and um bring up diversity issues and also it's just shown like how the how episodes were made how the sh how they basically based some things after but my point is so yeah it's a very good look on diff how sitcoms were made and how the family was shown throughout the decades in a very short amount of time in one division because the episodes only like 30 minutes which now thinking about it's probably because each episode is only like 30 minutes and then it's in a, in a sitcom but anyway yeah and I think this is good. And I think you bring up a good point. We've gotten more in depth and creative with the way that we tell stories and the way that we portray characters. So look even at us real, being, advancing. Let's say better. even real human beings, because even because you gotta think these are characters, like the producers is thinking, what story can we tell? So even with like the ATV, that was a story, even if it seemed random in the beginning, but it became relevant at the end of the episode. So Ozzy suffered for the art. But you know when realism backfires? Hmm. When it backfires on Tom Hooper's cats. That didn't need to be realistic. <laughs> that could have stayed very fake. Um, but he wanted to get in on that. Jason yeah, they could have just stuck with the makeup. Just been... Ooh. Or just done, you know, like what they did with Jesus Christ Superstar. Just done like a concert Jesus. on TV. And it was great. <laughs> Best of those live shows that the TV... Um, the NBC and Fox ever did. True. True. Bring um, us on home, Ash. Okay, I was going to say. And on that note, thank you all for listening. Please rate us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Also check out our Twitter and Facebook at Ready Rewind Pod. And our Instagram and TikTok at Ready Rewind Podcast. And until next awesome. time. Bye, everybody. Ready? Rewind.